Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Work Less and Do More. Today, we're here with Amanda Thomas for the second part of our episode about clearing clutter and regaining control over your space. Amanda is the domestic CEO, and if you haven't subscribed to her show, you should subscribe to it immediately. Welcome, Amanda. Well, to start off, how do you recommend people start the decluttering process? You know, if you're going to start the decluttering process, I do something called speed dating your tasks. And with speed dating your tasks, you set a timer for 10 minutes and then you do something for 10 minutes and you stop and you go on to the next task and you speed date three or four tasks at a time. So one cycle will take you half an hour to 45 minutes. With decluttering, I would set my timer for 10 minutes and I would do it probably four areas at once or four kinds of things at once. So I would say, okay, I'm going to I'm going to gather up all of the loose books because I have loose books everywhere because I read tons and tons of books. And I'm going to do that for 10 minutes. So 10 minutes is just going to be consolidate book world. Then the next 10 minutes is going to be consolidate file folders because I have a lot of file folders that just kind of get pieces. And then the next one is going to be get all that loose change and make sure it's all in the change bucket. And then the last one is going to be go around and pick up all of those paper clips and put them in the Ziploc bag, something like that. So I might sort it out by the type of thing or I might sort it out by the room, 10 minutes on each room, or I might alternate clearing clutter with something else that maybe I think I'll enjoy more, like playing a video game because I'm a guy. Or, re- oh, sorry, I didn't, did I say playing a video game? <laughs> what I meant was reading, <laughs> reading, reading good, deep business theory books so that I can oh. be that much better a consultant. I didn't actually say, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, but then I, what I would do is I would spend 10 minutes cleaning my clutter, 10 minutes reading business books, quote unquote, 10 more minutes clearing clutter, 10 more minutes reading business books. And the thing about speed dating your tasks is you do it for 10 minutes, but then you stop. And you're like, oh, but I'm in the middle of it. I'm in it. Nope. You still have to stop and go on to the next task. Because then, especially if you got into the groove, the whole thing you're thinking is, but I was in the groove. I want to get back to the groove. So when it cycles back around and it's time to do that thing again, you just jump right into it. And that's my very favorite way of getting going with something is to, to do a, a round of speed dating my tasks. So it sounds like what you're saying is, you know, taking things in small 10-minute bunches really does help people get started. And something we were talking about earlier is that those small batch tasks can also help you start to feel the success early on and maybe create a little motivation and a little little inspiration to keep going with things. Absolutely. One of the things that your brain really responds to is the feeling of progress. So the more you get the feeling of, yeah, I'm making progress, the more you will be motivated to make even more progress. 
And when you're talking about clearing clutter, it's one of those tasks that you, you just need to slog all the way through it. And if you're going to do that, the more you can create the little bursts of, yes, I'm doing it, the more you'll be able to just go ahead and build the momentum and finally get all the way through and finish it up. Yeah, we actually see that with Moxie Girl clients a lot. If they are wanting multiple rooms in their house organized, if we come in for the first project, what will usually happen is they'll call us and say, um, I got through the second and third rooms already. Can we just skip to number four now? Because they get that momentum from having that one first project actually complete. And it's it's pretty cool to see how just getting that small reward of having a room or an area completed really gets people motivated to go on to the next project. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's, you know, it's success. Success begets success. <laughs> absolutely. So now one of the other things that you and I were talking about before this call was that we both have a very similar tactic. You put a money value to it, but we both have a similar tactic of, you call it delete then rescue. And how we apply it is, especially in closets, it's really hard to go through your closet and pick out items that you don't want to wear anymore. So what we do is when we're organizing somebody's closet, we take everything out and then make them choose what to put back in. And it sounds like you use a similar process that you, like I said, you call delete then rescue. And can you tell us about how you do that as well as you have a little monetary value to that? Absolutely. Well, the basic idea of delete then rescue is you take, you take some area of clutter, pile it all into a big old 33-gallon green trash bag, and then only pull out the things from the trash bag that you intend to keep. And for some reason, your brain deals separately with the question of what should I throw away versus what should I keep? And you will pull out far fewer items from the trash bag than you would have thrown into the trash bag. Wait. Basically, you'll end up with less stuff if you put stuff in the trash bag and then rescue it versus if you take stuff off your shelf and throw it away that you don't want. If you want to really amp up the effectiveness of this, for everything you take out of the trash bag, you have to pay yourself some amount of money. I like to say $5, something like that, which means it really forces you to stop and think, how badly do I want to rescue this pen, which I've never used and got at a trade show six years ago for free? Because a lot of times we'll do things like keep something because, you know, we don't want to waste it. But it's not a matter of are you wasting it. It's being wasted sitting there in your office collecting clutter and you have no use for it and you're never going to touch it again. So by throwing it away and then putting a dollar value on rescuing it, it really forces you to confront, this is not worth $5 in my life or a dollar or even 10 cents. And there are things that aren't even worth $5. Like I think the example we used in uh, earlier was socks with a hole in them. If I have socks that have a little bitty hole in them, so they're still perfectly wearable, I might say, I'm not going to throw those out because I could still wear them. But if I've thrown them out and now I have to pay money to rescue them, well, for socks, I wouldn't charge $5. I would say, if you want to rescue a sock, it's a dollar. But I would still go, well, wait a minute. Would I pay a dollar for socks with holes in them? No, I wouldn't. So by putting the monetary, the monetary amount on it, it forces me to be rigorous about what I keep. And I can change the monetary amount and charge myself a dollar to rescue a sock, but $5 to rescue a pen or a stapler or a book or something like that. Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. We may start using that with clients and see how that works for them. They'll have to pay their kids or something if they want to keep all those extra items. So, Oh, yeah. It all goes, it all goes in a fund that the kids can use to buy a drum set. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you so much. I love the tips, and I am, can't wait to go and start cleaning up my clutter and organizing my office. This has been Steve Robbins. Email questions and comments to get it done at quickanddirtytips.com. 
I mentor people in starting and growing their businesses, their lives, and their careers. If you want to know more, visit steverrobbins.com. That's S-T-E-V-E-R-R-O-B-B-I-N-S.com. Work less, do more, and have a great life. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.